everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and it is always such a joy to get to talk to you like this as you're going to work, if you're at work, if you're going grocery shopping, changing diapers, cleaning the house. It really is so fun to come into your life. Thank you for letting me and my team do that, and we're just having fun exploring where these podcasts are going. Today, we are going to be talking about your thirst. I know. Too simple, right? Like, no thanks, Lisa. I know. I'm telling you, please, please relearn these foundational teachings in a way that one, go beyond just the physical body, and two, root your heart and your soul and the motivations of your heart and the desires that you have in the one who has created you in Christ. He loves you. He knows how your body works. I don't know specific, but I do know that we're created fearfully and wonderfully, and there's some ground base things we need to be doing to help us live well and thrive. That's what the word grace means. Let's do that. Live well and thrive. It's really easy, but somehow we complicate it. So allow this teaching today to center your heart. If you feel confused about your health, your well-being, if you feel confused about what you should or shouldn't be doing or what you should weigh or what you should look like, I just speak one word over you right now. Peace. Peace. Be still. Listen to today's teaching. I want it to drive you further into the heart of God who loves you and knows how your body was designed to work. So I hope this teaching does that for you. And another reminder is that we are going to be doing our student, uh, I'm sorry, our teacher training is starting. It's our last class before the fall and we don't want you to miss. And so if you are, if you have it on your radar and if maybe you're just, you haven't talked about it yet or you're kind of like, ah, listen, we realize this is no ordinary fitness endeavor you're taking off in. This is really a life purpose. You're made for this. Some of you are made for this. It's exciting you. You want to bring this into your community. You want to move people, activate the word of God in people's lives. And we want to train you to do that. So instructor training starts on February 13th. It gives you just enough time. If you enroll now, we have enough time to get you into class, get your materials and settle you in well. So be sure to reach out to our enrollment specialist. Go to revelationwellness.org, hit become an instructor, make the phone, download the packet, make a phone call, and we hope to see you in the next class. It really is my utmost desire. It's not just to to teach or train, but to raise up and send out because the world is waiting for a fresh voice in the fitness world, and we'd love to see you be one of them. So check that out. All right, enjoy today's little conversation. It is another Facebook Live recording. I kind of cut it down to make it the meat and of the conversation, and I hope it blesses you. Give us more feedback at info at revelationwellness.org. We'd love to hear from you, any podcast ideas you have, ways that we can serve you. It truly is our joy. So thanks so much for hanging out. I hope you have a great day. Peace. This is really important to me today, as especially, can I just tell you, I have been coming out of, um, I've been quite, fighting some stuff for the last 30 days or so but the last five days I was out like I couldn't I haven't seen you guys in a while because I've just been so out and this lighting makes me look more jaundiced than I am but but I have been the last five days just out and you never you're never so thankful for your health than when you get it back when you've lost it and then you get it back and here's what I know about sickness. Here's what I know about any time that you feel pushed out. Because I mean, I literally could not even get out of bed. And if I did, I was not nice to be around. I, my head had so much pressure. 
I couldn't breathe. I was coughing. I mean, I was diagnosed with walking pneumonia. Um, and so I just had to lay down. And here's something besides rest. You all know this. Rest and what? If, if a doctor goes, you just got to take it easy, what are you going to get? Rest and fluids. <laughs> fluids. They're going to tell you, you got to get a lot of fluids in you because your body is basically at war with itself. It's trying to um, establish a, a, a peaceful state, but your white blood cells are high. There's inflammation. We did a whole podcast on inflammation, right? There is congestion. You're not, your 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 systems of your body. So think about it, your systems. Let's think about it. you have a muscular system, a cardiovascular system, a respiratory system, a neurological system. So those are all your nerves. You have a endocrine system. Those are your hormones. You have a skeletal system, 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 systems. It's crazy. Like your body has been designed with all these, this wiring, they talk to one another. And when you're sick, all those systems start to, to, they stop talking to each other. They're not working efficiently. They're not, I always think of the gears of like a, a bike, you know how it just turns. Like the chain is locked into the gears and it just turns. But when you get sick, you ever break a chain on the bike? If one chain link breaks on that chain and then you're just kind of spinning. And so many of us, I believe we are all in this kind of spinning place because the chain is broken. If one part of me breaks down, in those systems, cardiovascular, neuromuscular, just name them all. If one starts to break down, it will affect the rest. You're a holistic, integrated person. So it's really important that we pay attention to what's going on in our body. And I do believe it is connected to your spiritual well-being, your emotional well your You are a spiritual person. You are a soul. C.S. Lewis says, you don't have a soul, you are a soul. You have a soul, or you are a soul. You have a body. Soul, then this, this stuff goes on it. And this, this stuff is a really great thumbprint of how God designed you so that you can do the thing your soul desires to do. If you want to paint, or act, or sing, or organize, or write, or mathematicians, and accountants, and scientists, like, that's your soul. You're all uniquely designed as a soul carrier, but then you're given the body to carry out the task. So when we have a breakdown, it will affect our soul. If we have a physical breakdown or an emotional breakdown, you just, you can't talk about one without the other. That's why I'm waiting for the day the fitness world starts to really go, you, yes, you can just talk about burpees and squats and nutrition and diet, but if you don't bring in the motives of the heart, the soul desires, the mind, the thoughts, you're actually compartmentalizing it and minimizing people's ability to live whole, to live free and not conform to one way of thinking. So while I was sick, fluids, rest and fluids. Let's, I did a podcast on inflammation. And I, I go and listen to it. It's over on our iTunes podcast. Um, by the way, you can learn more about us, all the things that we do at revelationwellness.org. But the inflammation one was really a hot topic because we are inflamed people. We uh, Inflammation happens because there's hurt, there's pain. When I get sick in my body, I, there's inflammation in my body because my white blood cells are going out to try and fight the inflammation, to fight the sickness, the physical sickness. And so then that causes inflammation and then that's good. I want to control the information, inflammation. And I feel like for us as, as the church, as believers in God, we're inflamed. We are, we're not happy people. 
If the church was really the church, if the, I said it in today's email, if we really knew how loved we were by God, it would end all self-help books. I wouldn't need to be here. You would need to read no more self-help books of any kind. You would have no anxiety and you would rest in, hey God, what's the one thing I can do right now? What would please your heart right now? How am I pleasing your heart right now? And then we'd move from love and not from fear. So when we are inflamed, what we really need is cooling. We need to cool ourselves. We talked about our diet. We talked about our lifestyle, how we can cool and bring this inflammation, control it, bring it down and stabilize our body. And so when I was sick, the first thing I needed was rest because if my body is not rested, the systems won't work. They need, they, it's like burning the midnight oil. So I have to have good rest. But then the baseline is fluids. If I'm in the hospital and I'm in the ER, they're not shoving steaks and potatoes down my mouth. Hmm? For a second. They're not worried about, we got to get food in her. No, they're worried about fluids. We got to get fluid into her. So this week in our Little Way Challenge, our simple thing, we, we ta- last week we talked about food because everyone talks about food and we got to know what should I eat. You all continue with your eating plans, your menu plans. If you want to learn more about the Little Way Challenge, you can go to the website. It is closed. We could be doing it again. So make sure you um, sign up for our free seven-day trial because that at least gets you on the email list so that when we do another challenge coming in the future, you'll know about it. We talked about foods last week and so we got on the topic of we need more substance and less shadows. More subs, foods that are going to actually give me life and not just foods that look like foods or represent pleasure or happiness or momentary um, satisfaction. I need foods that are going to go long and hard with me as my baseline. Doesn't mean all the time, but 90% of what we eat is, is vital to us. It's giving us life. Have fun with a little 10%, but that 90%... That just means I, that's my, that's my, this is my bedrock. From right here is my foundation. It gives me the ability and the freedom to enjoy that 10%. Everything's permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. That's 1 Corinthians 6.12. Love that verse. So we talked about the food. Well, to this week we're talking very simple about what we drink. All right. Show of hands. Uh, or not even a show of hands. Tell me what you had this morning uh, the first thing you had to drink this morning, actually, if you're in the Little Way Challenge, you might have changed it already. Prior to the email, what would be the first thing you have to drink in the morning? Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Now, you guys, you guys, either you guys have always been really good or you've decided I'm going to tell her what I know she is looking for because you're all putting water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Most of us, let me just say, here's the thing. I'm convinced that we are chronically dehydrated as people. We are chronically dehydrated. The consumption of um, beverages that are, I mean, alcoholic beverages, they are high up. I've never seen, we have TV shows now where people are drinking in the middle of the day. I'm just like, when did this happen? When did this become just normal? Like, Stay-at-home moms, it's 11 a.m. You should all be around a glass of wine. Or I guess it's 1 p.m. where the show's being shot. But really, more beverages are being created. I said that about food. If we don't have it, we'll create it, right? I want a, a chocolate chicken sundae. Great, we'll create it. For drinks, we're doing the same thing. We're just engineering flavors and uh, sensations and, and how they, they taste on the tongue or how, what they do in, in our mouth. Like we're, we're sensational people. Like we're so sensational. We want an experience. We want an encounter. And so we're creating all these beverages. 
coffee, I mean, would leave it to Starbucks, was in the late 90s, early 90s when they brought coffee back. Maybe it was even before that, I'm sure. But now, that's generally our go-to in the morning is to have that cup of coffee. And there's nothing wrong with a cup of coffee. It's just when you, you got to know, again, when you're being mastered by something. But here's the truth, for you friends. We, if we are chronic, we are cr- inflamed people, getting our needs met because of our pain we turn to food or we turn to other things to try and suppress the the inflammation instead of cooling ourselves with less stress foods that will um, cool us and take away some of the inflammation and and actually taking our hearts before God and saying God I hurt here He'll cool you. He is living water. He calls himself that. So if you're irritable and hot and inflamed, you feel like you have a walking sunburn, you take your heart to God. You don't just throw scripture at it. I feel like that's something I want to get away from. Don't just claim scripture. Like I could say my ABCs and like get some peace out of it because I'm just I'm just meditating on something. But the word of God is meant to lead you to an encounter. You take your inflamed heart to him and say, God, he's not, your heart is not bad. It's not a shameful thing. You just got to go make friends with your heart and then take that heart to a God who wants to integrate you back to yourself and tell you what you're inflamed about and what, what lifestyle choice you can make next to help the inflammation. But on the same thing, if we're chronically inflamed, spiritually angry, we're upset, emotionally upset, as well as physically, so we turn to pleasure foods, alcohol, sugar, things that make us feel good. Well, the same could be said that we're also chronically dehydrated. The thing that we need to cool us, we're not doing. We're going again. I just want to be stimulated. God, I need to wake up. I need coffee. When what we really, truly need is just this basics. Come back to the basics. That's what the little way is all about. Like Just return to a kid. My son and daughter, first thing they had was they had breast milk. They had the the most pure thing I could give them and then it was really and I didn't give my kids soda my kids still have never tasted coffee to this day I'm just trying to keep those things off like it's water my kids still just drink water they're not soda drinkers my daughter she's been to a few too many sleepovers (laughs) but water is what we need it's 60 percent of your body is water 60 percent. did you know as a fetus you're like 95 percent like a fetus is water cells what at the base of who you are the, the the bottom layer you are cells you are water and it's that water that keeps your systems flowing and working but if we're 60 percent water how much i mean you should just think to yourself how much water do i drink is 60 percent is is every other drink i drink during the day water because at least that would help me be 50 percent in terms of my habits but if we're 60 percent water and we are constantly putting out throughout the day whether i'm just when i breathe i'm releasing parts of the water out into the into the atmosphere i'm losing water all the time you'll know it you know you're dehydrated when you're fatigued you have headaches you cannot see, you know, it's funny, we we will lose focus when we're dehydrated. So that's why we go, I'll take some coffee. Or we get irritable when we're dehydrated. So we go, I need some sugar. Oh, isn't it interesting? We'll just, we just push it over here to the quicker thing because water seems, one, boring. I'm just going to be honest with you. I think it's kind of boring. But I've fixed that and tomorrow we'll talk more about that. Uh, and two, it's just 
no taste. And plus three, then I just have to go to the bathroom more. <laughs> or because I'm so dehydrated, then I go through this, you know, it's that getting over. It gets worse before it gets better. Even with fitness, you start to move. You're like, oh, I'm sore. And then but you got to keep going and you won't be as sore. It always gets a little worse. When you start to drink water, your bladder gets uncomfortable. You don't feel good about it. Uh, but then as you start to do it, it gets better and you don't need as much water to, to uh, you won't, the discomfort won't be there with that same amount of water. So friends, you're chronically dehydrated. You're tired, lethargic. You don't feel good. Oh, how about this? Your joints ache. Your bones ache. You, um, you're sore. Your muscles are sore. If you're, if you are a fitness person, to not drink water is to stop breathing air. If you're a fitness person, it really is not only to just not only that, but like to go. It's like to go to the gym and then just eat pizza all day. <laughs> like you're trying to restore the work that you put out, and part of that is the restoration you need in being hydrated. So the benefits, you guys, of drinking water. You pump blood more effectively and efficiently. If you're dehydrated, your blood starts to turn more into maple syrup. So you're trying to push, you ever try to drink maple syrup? It's like drinking a shake through a straw. You know, it's like work. It takes work. And you have to keep pull, pulling, pulling, pulling to get that shake up. It's that type of uh, viscosity of your blood when you're dehydrated. So your systems, your breathe, remember, the blood does everything. It works, it goes everywhere. No blood, no life. No blood, no oxygen. No oxygen to the blood. No blood, no life. So you need air, but the air is just to get into the blood. No blood, no life. So that blood already just having to push through this, trying to drink a shake through a straw versus water through a straw. So that's one thing is that you'll be more efficient with all your systems of your body. It's just, it's, kindergarten science we need more water it helps you maintain the body fluid balance so again digestion i need water to help me digest the bile and enzymes in my in my tummy um, the absorption of nutrients you need water circulation like we said of the blood water you need it for um the muscle contraction Water. If I don't have water in me, my muscles will, will not fire as effectively and efficiently as if I have a, a hydrated, um, supple, I guess is a word, muscle tissue. You're just, all you do is you hold water. Think about this for a second. Your brain holds thoughts, your heart holds motives, and your body holds water. You need water. That's why you can go for without food, for days. You hear people go on six month fasts. They don't really need food. You need air and water. But how much of it are you really having? So today in the Little Way Challenge, we made it very practical. All I asked you guys to do is first thing in the morning is to wake up and have a glass of water. before, Even before your Bible study, even before your quiet time, even before you do your most holiest of things, just have some water. Um, one glass. One glass of water. Then you can have your coffee or whatever else. But it's the one thing I want you to start to do. If you're like, I've already been doing that, Elisa. And I'm going to tell you about that. You'll know if you're like, I'm getting plenty. Because here's what we don't do. More is not better. More is not better. Better is better. 
So are you having it throughout the day? How hydrated? Like I said, is it a 50-50? Because <laughs> if we're 60% water, maybe 60% of my habits should move towards water than coffee, kombucha, that's my that's my little splurge, um, or tea, or uh, even your energy drinks or anything else. So how, how balanced are you throughout the rest of your day? Some of you already have this down awesome. Pray for those who don't, because I promise you there's a huge population of people, especially in the Little Way Challenge, who don't. They just don't. They, they Either they don't drink anything at all, and they actually confuse their thirst for hunger. I said that before. We feel tired. We have low energy. And so we go, oh, food. Food will help me. We want to we want to comfort ourselves. We want something to go, okay, it's going to be okay. You need some energy. And so they confuse water with food. Hydration. One cup. We're starting there today. And the other thing, let's keep it really real. You are never more dehydrated than you are first thing in the morning. That is the time of day you are most dehydrated. Because think about it. All night you've been sleeping. You've been breathing. You've expired air. Granted, you're not doing sleep aerobics. You're not gardening. You're not doing heavy manual labor. You're resting but all the systems are still functioning. All that's still happening. My base metabolic rate, my baseline is still happening. My heart is pumping, my air is being, my nerves are thinking, and those fluids in the body are starting. What happened? Do you know why you have to go to the bathroom first thing in the morning? You know why? Because your body's been absorbing like all that fluid, just taking it, and then it gets secreted, right? It goes out, the kidneys, that's another thing that being well hydrated helps you filter out the muck in your body. When you're dehydrated, your body is pulling from all these other places. That's why your urine turns atomic orange. <laughs> atomic orange. So the nighttime is when, probably when you wake up in the morning, your, your, your urine is going to be the most colorful because you haven't had any other water and your body's just been pulling from all these places and now secreting. You're the most dehydrated when you wake up in the morning. So if you haven't been doing it, unto the Lord, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, to the glory of God, first thing in the morning. It will help you. I believe one good, kind decision can set up the rest of the day. One good, kind, sober decision in the morning, and an easy one, and to even be thoughtful about it. I believe, I'd even take, maybe, 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 and this might be a download from the Lord. Some of you are like, I cannot do anything without my cup of coffee. I don't do any quiet time. I don't do anything. Maybe, let's ask the Lord to give us the same amount of focus, clarity, vitality, simplicity, ease with a glass of water in the morning. I don't know. Let's just try it. Let's try it for this week. That's what we do. But you got to be thoughtful, Lord, to your glory. Thank you. I love, we have a, a gal um, in, in our family, Brandeis, and she always, we pray and do a corporate prayer together, and she always say, Lord, thank you for waking me up in my right mind. I love that. That's right. I woke up in my right mind. Like, I woke up. Uh, my kid, my house was not broken into. My kids are safe. Like, come on. Like, I just think, we only knew like how heaven wars for us like all around us all the time so if our first conscious thought can be thank you god and thank you for this glass of water thank you that while i slept my your my kidneys were doing their thing and my my bowels my intestines my small intestine thank you god that's why going to the bathroom is really indicative of how am i doing in here what's going on in me how are my bowel movements yeah all that matters to the glory of god
All right, so how much should you have to, so we're starting there, but as a whole, I want to bring any of you back that are getting cray-cray, because it's possible. There is something called hyponitremia, where people drink too much water, thinking there's this mental disorder of going, oh, I'm, I'm really thin. Oh, my body's working really well. I need more. I need more, right? More is not better. Better is better. So we each have a threshold where it's like, that's enough. It's good. My body's doing great. Um, and generally, rule of thumb is half your body weight in ounces. So just take your body weight, put it in half. If you could just get that much per day, you're probably doing great. Now, again, it, it varies from uh, if you're a manual labor, if you work outside, if you're in the heat all day, that means you're gonna need more water, but just general. And then you can go up from there. I really, nobody needs more than their body weight in ounces unless you have some special need. And let, again, unless you're training for a triathlon, there's something that puts you on a higher side. So let's just keep it eat. Let's just keep it real. Again, Satan loves to take the simplest of things, like the very, we, we get the simple thing from God, right? Oh, thank you, God. You are, you are, the work is light. Thank you. And then it's simple for like a week or two. And then we start to tinker with it. And then Satan just wants to get our hands on it so that we turn it into a law. We turn it into something we have to do or we have to do more of or we should do better or you know what? They should do this too. I don't should on anyone, but I will say this. You should drink more water. <laughs> you should drink more water. Just simple, simple, simple stuff like this. All right, and then finally, I'm just gonna close with this. Not only that, but again, everything, you are a spiritual being with a physical body. And if we take care of what's really going on in us, in our heart, in our soul, in our desires, in our thoughts, like start there. Be honest before God about your insecurities, the things you fear, what you, your doubt. Those of you that go, I'm not losing any weight. It's never going to happen. All that critical thinking, that, that, that inner critic that tries to steal the hope of glory in you. You take that to God and be like, it's happening again, God. I'm losing ground. I want the chocolate chip cookie cookies more than I want you I I'm doing it again God and he'll meet you in your places the word of God don't just sling bible scripture at it get let the scripture lead you to an encounter he's a living God and he's with us speaking of living in John 4 Jesus meets a woman at the well right she's at the well meaning this is what she does every day she goes and draws water and not only that she's the social outcast She's a social outcast that needs to go and, and do water in the high noon of day. Nobody would go do that unless they socially are not accepted with the in people of Samaria. And she's there drawing water every day. Anyone, you're just like, well, drawing more water today. You start to just autopilot your life and God interrupts. Jesus shows up. He makes a date with her at high noon. He shows up to meet her at the well. And she's drawing water and he intersects her and he tells her, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. And she goes on and she says, sir, where is this water? Where can I get this water? I'd like that. I don't want to have to keep coming here every day, just doing what I do. And then he says in verse 13, everyone who drinks of this water, meaning what you're drawing from the well, will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. What are we thirsty for? What, what are we hungry for? What are we thirsty for? Man, if you just keep your thumb 
on the pulse of your heart. What am I really hungry for right now? What am I thirsty for right now? I'll just be real with real with you. This weekend, I had such, I had a moment with my kids that I lost it. I was sick. My husband was out of town. I was tired. I should have been sleeping, but I was trying to be super mom. I felt like I should be with my kids. I should, they, they you know, I can't just be mom laying down. I, I should, I was, I was feeling the pressure of my, the weekend and my kids and, and I didn't feel well. And we went out to the farmer's market because they wanted to go there. They like having, you know, they get some fun stuff over there. And um, my daughter did a, a dumb thing. <laughs> she took a post-it note. I have a, I have a, a thing on my, my car, like the screen goes down and up. When you turn the car off, it goes down. When you turn the car on, it goes up. And she was doing a picture on a post-it note as we were driving there. Once we got there, she took the post-it note and she put it on the screen like as if to display her artwork. I, d I wasn't even paying attention because I'm honestly, I couldn't even think. Like my head hurt so bad. I was just like trying to do everything. And I'm cranky. I can't breathe. I didn't sleep. It was just a perfect storm. Perfect storm. And she puts the thing up there and then I turn the car off and the, <laughs> the thing goes down. It goes down and it takes the post-it note with it. Yes, takes the post-it with it. And and she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm like, what? And and then they started laughing because it is pretty funny. I have to say it's pretty funny. But it was not funny to me then. Now, every time this, we went back up and the, pe the paper is stuck in the thing. It's like something your five-year-old did with the VCR, right? And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she got a piece of paper in it. So now every time the thing goes up, you hear click, 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 click. And my car is fairly brand new. I don't get a lot of cars. I wear them into the ground. But now this thing is click, click, clicking every time. It was enough to take me over the edge. I was just like, what have you done? I mean, I, you insert all the bubbles and the, the crazy of crazy mom being crazy sick and crazy tired and crazy because she's been single mom for 10 days now. I, I just, I didn't, I will say I didn't curse. And that is because Jesus has saved me. But I was off my rocker. Either way, <laughs> I forget where I was going with this. Oh, I know what it is. There are things that we just do because it's what we do. Like this woman going to the well. Some of you, our responses are just our responses, just what we do. I had an old response. I, I am not that person anymore, but I became that person. And I was aware of, oh my gosh, this is still in my heart. Give me an hour or two. It took me a while, but I had to go. This is stuff in me. I have places that I still need the living water. There are places that I still have old. There are, there are things that can be accessed in me that are old. And God is continually sanctifying it, cleaning it out, washing it with his water so that I'll have life. Long story short, I came home, went into my room, locked myself in there. I said, I cannot be, I, I just gotta, like I was losing it. And then, of course, that night I was able to go and get forgiveness and ask forgiveness and hold it. I should do a whole podcast on forgiveness because I don't even think we know how to do that well because we're so inflamed. Like, it's okay. My heart, I'm a good mom. I'm doing the very best I can. And I just needed living water, not take another drink just for the moment. I needed a God that would give me the thing that I'm really thirsting for. What am I really hungry for? What am I really thirsty for? What am I really upset about? It's not about the thing. It's not about the screen. It's not about that. What's really going on in my heart? 
You guys, it's powerful and it's the way to wholeness. Keep yourself hydrated in the word, but not in a way that's just that you would store it up, but that you access it, that it encounters, you encounter Jesus at the well every day. I pray that in your quiet time, you are encountering Jesus at the well. Amen. All right. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you so much. I thank you for your word. I thank you for um, the living water that is your word, God. I thank you that you are just cleansing, hydrating, and purifying your people, God. And we need it. So we open our, our hearts to you. We open our hearts to your living water, God. We open our hearts to the simple ways of the gospel. And we bind up the enemy in Jesus' name. We bind up the way he's accused us and made it more difficult than it needs to be, God. Uh, the way that we have craved old cravings and desired old flavors and tastes, Lord. I just declare right now that people would know that it is bitter. Like the places that were once sweet become bitter. In Jesus' name, that we no longer... Uh, have a craving for the things that would once satisfy. God, disconnect us. Pull the plug. That wiring does not work anymore, God. That we are uh, simple and simply free people. That we know, God, that where the source of nutrients are found, it's from you, Lord, and the most uh, simple places of food and water that would nourish us and hydrate us, God. I speak wellness over your people. God, we cease inflammation in Jesus' name. Inflammation, our pains, our hurts, our angers, our shame that has kept us drawing from the, the places of um, that don't hydrate us, God. We just shut them down today, God. We shut down the wells that do not satisfy. We shut them down, God. Pray you would just fill them with dirt, that they have no more access, that we cannot be satisfied there anymore. Bring wholeness and restoration into your people. Bring peace of mind. Speak that over everyone. Peace of mind. And we just thank you, God, that you're making all things new, that you are the God of one, heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Lord, as we seek to encounter your word in heart, in mind, in soul, and in strength, that who you are in those capacities, Lord, you would give us our own identity in the same way, God. The more we know you, the more we know us. So of unleashing of your word, in Jesus' name we pray, amen.